Got a real friend, you don't need much. Just a place to sit and fish is more than enough. When you got a real pal, there's nothing too tough. Together it is better when you got your real buddy. Taylor, how are you this week? Jonathan, I am good. What's going on, my friend? Do you ever get called Jonathan? Um, yeah, on occasion. Is that your actual name or is it? No, my actual name is John. Oh, nice to meet you. Yeah, it's nice to meet you too as well. I'm Taylor Rithin. Are you? My middle name is John. Oh, okay. Well, I'm John Joseph. It's my middle name. My dad is Joseph Ryan. So Really? We all kind of share a trio of names. We do share a trio of names. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Joseph Ryan, John Ryan, yep. Taylor John. John Joseph, my confirmation name is Michael. Nice. John Joseph Michael Ryan. Why'd you choose that one? Or did they choose it for you? No, I chose it, chose it myself. Chose it. I chose it myself <laughs> uh, for St. Michael the Archangel. What'd he do? He was a protector. Oh, is that what you are? Yes. I'm the protector. <laughs> <laughs> You're the least... Uh, the least protector kind of guy. You not that you me. wouldn't be a protector, but you're just the least, uh, what's the word, intimidating person. Yeah, you're right. Until you do that. But you have to understand, when you're making your confirmation, you're only like nine years old, eight or nine years old. <laughs> so little Johnny thought he was going to grow up to be a big protector? I thought he was going to be a big protector and and all that. So I, I could see if someone came after your family, you would for sure be the protector. No, no question about it. To get off my lawn. Oh, it'd be worse than that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the podcast this week. Um, so I want to start. I got some pictures earlier of my niece. This week, she went to baking class for children. Oh, did you really? She. Uh, now, how old is Quinn? Let's bring, it, bring, bring us up to date on Quinn. Quinn is six years old. Wow. I th- oh, she's growing up. It'll be bad if I get that wrong. Um, um, so pretty positive she's six. Okay. And she, the last year or so, has been obsessed with baking. And whenever she comes over to my parents' house, she watches a show called, I think it's called, is it cake? Or maybe it's called cake or not. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Basically, people make cakes. I might have already told this story on the podcast, but they have to guess the contestant makes a cake and it could be like a guitar and there'll be like four guitars up there and they have to guess which one is the cake oh, out of wow. the four. So they're kind so of works of art then. They are. They're really good and they're actually pretty hard to to tell. So she's pretty good about guessing those and she always tells us she gets it right even if she may have gotten it wrong. So anyway, she's big into breaking and my sister put her in a Children's baking class for the week. So she... Uh, Does she actually like to bake bake? It so looks like it. I had never seen her really make anything, but from the picture, she uh, was in an apron and looked pretty proud. So Good for her. She had her treats on the way home in her lap and looked like she enjoyed it. But anyway, it got me thinking. I forgot that I never shared uh, a postcard she sent me one time. So I'm going to share that now. Okay. It just says my uncle, and then there's probably 12 different blanks that she filled in. What is What does she call you? So the first one is, what is uncle's name? And she says, Tio. So I think we talked about that before. It's uh, Spanish for uncle. We're very um, bilingual in my family. <laughs> uh, she says, how old is uncle? 
She says, 150. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when when did she do this? When she was four? This was last year. So she was five. Okay, five years old. The next one says, how tall is uncle? She says, 50 and 100 feet up. (laughs) (laughs) I would have had a different career if that was uh, my height. She has a theme for the lot of the rest of these. Next one, she says, or his uncle always says, she said, toots. <laughs> toots? <laughs> I don't know if I say that or she says, that's what I do. Uh, uncle's favorite food is green beans. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think I've eaten a green bean in front of her. Yeah. And I would not be starting a diet yeah. if that was my favorite food. She says, my favorite thing to do with uncle is, she kind of went off the rails here. Quote, he is saying farts. <laughs> <laughs> Does she laugh at the word? Is I think it? she thinks it's funny. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, she says, or says, where is Uncle's favorite place to go? And she says, Disneyland. Ooh. Which it's a cool place, but yeah, I wouldn't say it cracks the top ten for me. Uh, if I go with her, it's it's up there. Oh yeah. But it wouldn't be my favorite place. She uh, next question is, what is Uncle's job? She says, working at the Air Force. Which I don't know if she thinks that is work with her father. But then the next one. She says, I also work at Cafe Lola, which is her favorite uh, oh, is that right? cafe. It's kind of an admission that she doesn't know what you do. Covered in pink flowers and it's the girliest place you've ever been. Um, if Uncle were a cartoon character, he would be Rubble from Paw Patrol. <laughs> um, <laughs> how do you know Uncle loves you? He is sweet. And he farts. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, <laughs> what is uncle good at farting? <laughs> what is uncle not so good at drawing, which that one hurts. The best thing about uncle is he smiles at me. My message for uncle. I love you. Oh, so that was, that's, worth that's, it. A, that's a keeper. That is a keeper. So it's on our fridge to look at. Yep. So I well, should be good at farting <laughs> before you grab whatever's in the fridge to make sure, you know, <laughs> you this is your impression. Farting. <laughs> So if I pass away, I'll make sure that Quinn. Quinn, why do you love your uncle? Because he farts. And he smiles at me. And he smiles at me. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. the, so, the innocence of babes. Babes? Yeah, it, meaning children. Oh. Yeah. I appreciate the clarification. Yeah. Uh, we um, forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Dead this part. Um, what was what was Seinfeld's uh God, what was it? George Costanza's dad's name in the Seinfeld episode where he, he'd be going along just on his huge rant and then all of a sudden he would just stop. <laughs> just it would just be dead silence and he goes, And I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so I was going to say, if I pass away, I'll have to make sure that it's in my will that Quinn, um, I guess that's not in a will, that she gives my eulogy at my funeral. Oh, that'd be perfect. We gather here today for T.O. Yeah. His casket probably stinks because he farts. (laughs) My favorite thing was farts. Yeah. He's probably up in Disneyland right now looking down on us. Yes. Um, Disneyland heaven. One other thing that um, I thought of we could do for a fun little episode is play a little game of Would You Rather. Would You Rather. Have you heard of this before? I have heard of this before. Have you played Would You Rather before? Yes, I have. I so, like that game. Okay. That's a good game. Well. It's one that I can chime into. One that I can deal with. 
We're going to have some generic random ones, and then we'll have some uh, fly fishing ones towards the end. And you came prepared with a pre-written list of would-you-rather questions. I got a lot of them. I tried to make some, which didn't go great, so... See, I, I gave up on that. I started writing some stuff down. I thought, oh, let's kind of see what Google has to say on this. And I ran across this website. It says 250 things of would you rather. And I went, I'm there. We're in. Well, I'll let you go first since you have the longer oh, list. Okay. Here you go. You'd like this one. Would you rather have to dress fancy or in sweats? no matter the situation, for the rest of your life? Hmm. I would probably say fancy. I mean, I'd rather be in, well, I'd rather be in sweats. I mean, I'm literally in shorts and a sweatshirt right now, and you're in jeans and a button-up and a Ralph Lauren pullover on brand for our outfits for recording. <laughs> so I'd rather be comfortable, but also if I had to go to a job interview, I couldn't yeah, do that wearing sweats. Yeah. Okay. Unless you were trying to be a janitor. Good question. But also, if you were going to play basketball, you'd have to wear a three-piece suit. Yeah. I know which one you would answer, so it's not even worth asking. Yeah, I know. It'd be the fancy. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd definitely go the fancy route. All right. What's yours? Your first question. Would you rather have it be 90 degrees every day or 40 degrees every day? That was... Um, Otis grunting into the microphone. Otis, what do you think? Would it be 40 degrees or 90 degrees? No, not your toy. (laughs) Uh, I would say, yikes. I don't know. I could deal with 90 degrees every day. You could? Yeah. What about 50 degrees or 90? Oh, I do. The threshold there? That's the threshold. I think 50 is the threshold for me. So you'd pick 50 at that point? I might, yeah. Yeah, I, I think. Ahead. What would you do? Might be me. I don't know. I'm not. I don't like the heat at all. So I could do forty every day. I could do fifty every day. I don't know. It'd be a bummer of summer. It'd be a good song name. Bummer of a summer if uh, <laughs> it was only fifty degrees every day. But I don't know. I just hate sweating. Yeah, you can't all the time. go to the ocean with fifty degree weather. Well, you can, but you know the water would be a little, little bit nippy. But you can't watch college football when it's 90 degrees. you got to watch it when it's 50. That's a good point. That's a good know. point. I'm just kind of a sweatshirt kind of guy. Yeah. As my house is currently 64 degrees, whatever it is. It's actually freezing in here. Sorry. Mm, it's okay. <laughs> We're just saving saving money, saving the planet. Right. You're saving the planet. <laughs> one degree at a time. In one my... degree at a time. Yeah. All right. What's your next one? Would you rather be forced to listen to the Barney theme song or someone slurp soup for 24 hours straight as otis licks himself over here (laughs) um i'd say the soup because there's no i mean they're gonna get full eventually they're gonna have to take a breather but the barney theme song would just get stuck in your head forever at that point have you ever been to disneyland i have it's a small world it's a small world. <laughs> I don't know what that is about that song, but it sticks in your head forever. That'll be in my head. The same with the Barney theme for me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think I'd go soup. I'm going definitely going soup. I'm not as irritated by mouth noises and stuff from people as some people are. Yeah, I'm not either. 
All right. Would you rather go to uh, jail for one year or go to jail with a Rubik's cube and you can leave when it's done, when you solve it? So either in there for a year for sure, you can get out a year later, or you can go in with a Rubik's cube and you can leave in a day if you solve it in a day, or you can leave in ten years if you solve I'd it. I'd do the Rubik's years. cube. You I think would you can figure it out? Yeah, I'd definitely figure that out. Yeah, that's somebody tough. that's really good with the Rubik's cube is, is my son-in-law Mike. Really? Oh, he's amazing at it. He, <laughs> we work together, mm-hmm. and he brings randomly. He'll get these toys. I think it's from like Barnes and Noble. They're like brain brain yeah, toys. He loves those things. And he'll come over some days just to irritate me and drop it off my desk and say, "Try this one." <laughs> and I never can get him. He's got the smug look on his face because yeah. he can get him so quickly. Yeah. But I didn't know he could do a Rubik's cube. I've tried before, but never gotten close. I get real, real close, like down to maybe one or two of them. And then it just, then I just take and throw it out in the street and forget about it. It'd just be tough knowing that you're committed to staying until you solve it. Yeah. Because if you'd never solved it, you'd never get out. But also you have nothing to do in there, so you could probably get it. Yeah, you could figure it out pretty quick. There are some kids who can do it blindfolded in 15 seconds, 10 seconds. So I would hope I could do it. Well, bless you. Thank you. All right, what's yours? Uh, let's see here. Would you rather give away all your money? <laughs> she said, would you rather? Would Would you rather? Would you rather give away? Would you rather? Rather. Hunting rabbits. Wabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What's the name Didn't of Didn't mean to make fun of you. Yeah. Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd and the wabbits, the silly wabbit. Shh, we're hunting wabbits. We're hunting wabbits. Shh. <laughs> Would you rather give away all your money or all of your belongings? Um, Probably my money. There's not as much of that as you would hope someone my age would have. Hmm. It's all student loans. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I remember what those were about. I mean, this podcast equipment is at least four hundred dollars, forty dollars, or forty fifty bucks. Maybe um, we have some camera stuff. Yeah, just well, okay, make it eighty. Hopefully, there's no burglars listening because we're just listing yeah, off yeah. our possessions. <laughs> well, if you go up to the second floor, we have a flat screen TV mounted on. <laughs> my Let's wife go break and, into this TVB studio, please. In my wife's nightstand drawer two, there's going to be a twenty-four karat gold necklace. So what would your choice be? Money or possessions would you rather give uh, away? I'd probably do the possessions. You think your possessions are worth more than what you have saved? No, but I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know, but that's not the point. The point is, is that the older you get, the more stuff you have, and you kind of want to thin things out. You're still in the, the, the acquiring phase of your life. No, see, that's what so you would. You would ready to dump it all. So you would oh, rather. I am. I'm, Cutie Pie would have a different thought on that. So you would rather give away your possessions then, right? Not your yep. money? Okay. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, you have you have some stuff you could get rid of, but you also have money saved up because you're now retired. So. Yeah. All right. Next one. We're going fishing yes. related. Yay. Would you rather fish for trout in a stream in the mountains or fish for tarpon on a boat in the ocean? See, that's a real tough question. Really? I thought it would be easy for you. For you. I, I definitely, my first inclination is to say the mountains, fish in the mountains. Yeah. Because, you know, I've done it a number of times and and uh, enjoy it up there. It's just so peaceful and it's just has everything in the world that you ever want as far as fishing is concerned. As long as you drink water and don't have a guided drink, trip. 
water and kind of get prepared for the trip, <laughs> the altitude. I say the same thing. I've never fished for tarpon, but I'm also afraid of the water. So I don't know. I've done the water thing. I've, uh, we've gone out and done the, uh, as a matter of fact, Mike, my son-in-law and I have, uh, on numerous occasions, gone out on on a boat and done that whole thing. And um, it's it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. There's some big fish in the ocean. I'd be just hurling over the side the whole time. Yeah, that's why you go out in the morning. Why, just more calm then? Yeah, it's more calm. and I think I would still find a way. Well, no, and, you know, you, you're not as full. And I'd be afraid of falling in or something, too. Well, I was, yeah, I was kind of worried about that, too. But that's why you have life vests that you wear all the time and proper boating procedures and things like that. All right, what's your next question? Um... Uh, would you rather get stuck in a zombie apocalypse or an alien invasion? Hmm. That's tough. That is a tough one. Maybe alien invasion. Yeah, an alien invasion. We don't know what's a, what they're all about. Yeah, they can take me back to a cooler place. Sure, they might be able to. Take me back to Elon Musk's laboratory. <laughs> but there's never been a zombie invasion that ends with them becoming friends with you or like taking you to a new place you never saw they just want to kill you and make you a zombie yeah we'll go alien Final i will still be kind of funny you know shoot all these zombies have you watched walking dead or i've seen the last of, of us yeah well, it doesn't look fun a little bit of fun it does not i mean they're coming at you in the hundreds and yeah, they're coming after you with a with a bunch of numbers, but uh, might look fun at first, but after a couple of days of that, yeah, we'd have to figure something else out. Plus, a spaceship that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it would be fun to go on a spaceship. I think it'd be a lot of fun to go on a spaceship. You would ask them so many questions about the spaceship, they would just drop you back off. Oh, I know. They just <laughs> now. Where did you get this? What do you do for a living? <laughs> where, where do you buy something like this? When, What's the this, market like? Is, is there this, a resale market for these things? <laughs> Can you make any money on a resale on this? What year is How this? How many miles does this have on it? Is that wood grain on the dash? <laughs> is this the deluxe model? What's the miles per gallon like on this? <laughs> so yeah, they would probably just, all right, we're dropping them back off. Yep. That's my alien voice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, my next fishing question is, would you rather use an expensive rod with a cheap reel or a cheap rod with an expensive reel? Ooh. I would I would go with the expensive rod and a cheap reel. Same. That's why I've asked you before. I don't understand why rods are so expensive because you don't use them really fly fishing. From what I've done, you just take the line, you kind of strip it back, and that's how you pull the fish in is with you kind of have one finger on holding the line and you pull back the other. And eventually you kind of – reel in the slack and all that, but you don't pull the fish in by just reeling it. That's how you get them. No, you're not. It's not like spin casting or any of that. So I don't understand the need for a really expensive reel, but an expensive rod can help you cast farther and more accurately right. and right. more durable. So yep. same. All right, your turn. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see here. Would you rather have an extra toe or an extra finger? Hmm. Finger. Really? What are you going to do with an extra toe? Just keep it in your shoe and never never worry about it. People won't look at you and go, hey, you got an extra finger. 
Well, I wasn't looking at it from a standpoint of getting made fun of. Thing. I'm going to give you the extra finger. Well, if you, yeah, that's a good point. If you flip someone off, it wouldn't be your middle finger. If you have six, I know. there's two middle fingers. I know. Which one Which one would you use to flip somebody off with? I just give them the hand. thumb. That's the dilemma. I give them a thumbs up so I don't <laughs> I don't flip anybody off. Just a thumbs up. <laughs> um, I was looking at it from the standpoint of I carry groceries in sometimes, and I'm a one-trip kind of guy. You know, I don't want to come back for round two, round three. So you got a bag on your elbow, and you utilize all your fingers, you know, both hands. So if you had one more finger to hold a bag from – that could be a time saver, you know? Yeah, really. You could catch a football better, so you could probably have a better chance of going professional on that. I, don't they have rules and regulations in the NFL for I mean, extra digits? I highly doubt they're banning players who are born with an extra finger. Well, I don't know. There's one guy who plays defensive line who blew off two or three fingers in a firework accident. Right. So he plays with a glove with just the two fingers on it. But I'm not sure about extra ones, so I'll have to look it up. Hmm. All right. Mine don't seem as good as yours because yours are pre- mine, mine are kind of more heavy kind of stuff. Well yours are prefabricated. Mine yeah, are, they are they are. Mine are made up. It's in my head. Would you rather lose a fly every tenth cast or have a hole in your waders that made your pants completely wet every time you got lose, in the stream? Lose the fly. Really? Oh, yeah, because I've had holes in my waders before, and it gets the water gets really cold real quick. But those flies aren't cheap, so you're going to lose one every tenth cast? I don't care because hmm. I'll make sure that the casts are good. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, can't mess up on the cast. I guess that's not a bad choice, too, because we've talked before about how we don't switch out what we're using as much right. often enough. Right. So it kind of forces you to switch things up. So it's really a benefit. Yeah, see, I, I'm the world's worst when it comes to fishing, and I do not. I, I will very, I, I don't move around enough, and I don't change flies enough, and I really should do both more of that. I'm taking, um, the thing I took for granted before when Janelle was in town because she would keep Otis busy. She'd be on daycare duty while we were recording. Yeah. And that sound is him shaking his head, <laughs> indicating he wants to. Go outside or want something. Yep, there he goes there crying. He goes. <laughs> He's been hitting his paw against John's table leg. So come back, Janelle. We miss you. All right, what's your next? What's your next one? Uh, would you rather babysit a crying baby for a day, or turn into a crying baby for an hour? Um, I'm trying to deal with one right now. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. I would rather just open that door. <laughs> I would rather deal. I would rather please hold. We are back. Otis has been let outside. Sorry. Your question was, <laughs> would you rather take care of a baby crying baby for a day? An hour. No. Wasn't it? Uh, excuse me. One day. Or cry like a baby for one hour. Cry like a baby for one hour. I guess it depends on the setting. Because if I was by myself, I'd choose the crying for an hour. But also, we would like to have kids at some point. So I think I can handle one day of crying. You can't handle it. I'll play this again someday when we have a baby. And I I'm, know when you have a baby. You've been up all night because of What was that. I thinking? Poor baby's crying all night. Uh, what would you choose? 
Oh, I would definitely cry myself for an hour. I would definitely do that. I've been th- I've been through the baby thing. You had two at once, mm-hmm. and uh, I know how painful that can be. <laughs> All right, I'm I have an adult. One last. Would you rather? Then you can take it away. Okay. This is this is my favorite one. Would you rather take Mary Alice fly fishing for the weekend, or go shopping with her for a day? I'd do the shopping with her for a day. You wouldn't take her fishing? No. Why? She's so impatient when it comes to these kinds of things. Are you? <laughs> you know how she is. She's very type A, type triple A, actually, if you want to know the truth. But uh, she she would cast a rod out into the stream, and, and if a fish did not hit it immediately, she's done. Just <laughs> throw it in the stream, turn around, walk away, and go shopping. <laughs> so are you saying you're more patient with her shopping than she is with your fishing? Oh, by all means. Hmm. She, I, I would be more patient with her shop, with me shopping with her, than she would be with, with fly fishing. Interesting. Yeah, we'll find out if she listens to this. Okay. I thought that was going to be one where you'd hesitate and kind of think about it. No, I was proud of it. No, no, no. Boom. I'm, okay. I know what that's all about? Would you rather take Mary Alice fly fishing for a day, or go shopping with her for a week straight? Oh, I'd take her fly fishing for a day. Okay. So there's a. A trade-off there at some point. There is. Okay. Yeah, there would be. Well? No, I would try and teach her how to fly fish. And that would be a whole nother story in itself. (laughs) Remember that? Can you imagine? I can imagine her getting hooked on it, and that's her new thing, and she just wants to go all the time. I know. God love her. (laughs) If she gets (laughs) hooked, yeah. Do you remember when we went fishing in Colorado, and our guide, he went to school to be a guide. I think he was like Colorado School of Mines, and that was his major was fly fish guide or something. Yeah, I think it was something like that. So he studied all the bugs and all the waterways and all that fun stuff, but he's very knowledgeable, and we rode with him to the different streams we went to in his car. Mm-hmm. I remember him telling a story about how he was dating a girl for the longest time, and he got her into fly fishing, and people always told him, hey, don't do that. Don't do that. It's the worst idea. If you teach her how to fish. She'll go down there every day. She'll be around all the dudes. And he said, sure enough, he taught her how to fly fish and she left him for someone on the stream that she oh, met. That right. <laughs> oh, poor guy. So neither one of us would be worried about that with our spouses, but yeah. Janelle has asked to go before and I have not yet taken her. Does she so have an interest of going? She mentioned it. She, I think she likes the outdoors, but I'm not sure if she understands how boring it can be. Or I think she would think it's boring standing around and waiting for something to happen and being cold and so. Right. Maybe someday. Yeah, that's that's the way Cutie would be too. She would be, like I said, type AAA and get on the, get on the hook right now, Mr. Fish, and we're done. It's not like she thinks I come back and tell her and lie and say we caught 40 fish, 40 fish each, but – so she knows what there's trips where we're skunked and we don't catch much at all. Right. But I still think she would probably expect more action on the stream than she'd be getting. Yeah. I know. I know mine would. All right. That's for sure. Do you have any more? Would you rather? Uh, would you rather live your life over as the opposite gender or start your life over as a kid again? Hmm. I don't want to do the opposite gender. But I Why? like, huh? Why? You don't like the opposite gender? Well, being a guy What's is so easy. Yeah. Being a man is so easy, John. Don't you know? 
So I wouldn't want to go through life in a more difficult situation as a female. What's wrong with you? You think females feel that way? I think they would much rather be a man if they could redo it because it's so much easier to be a guy. Interesting. Yeah, listen to Taylor Swift's song, The Man. Yeah. You would know. I'm not going to step on that line, Mark. <laughs> okay, you asked me the question. <laughs> I know. But also, I'd be afraid to redo my life as a kid because I I like where I'm at. I like how things ended up. I'm afraid I would change one little thing and I would be somewhere else. And yeah, I agree with you on that one. Wouldn't I be married to Janelle, never met John, wouldn't yep. have a podcast. Yep. So it seems like it'd be a tricky thing. Yep. It'd be, uh, what's his face from, um, what's that Christmas movie? Um Jimmy Stewart. Oh, uh, not. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. Yeah. He um, he saw how his life could have been, and oh yeah, with Clarence the Angel. Yes. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to mess how it ended up. So. Yeah. Not I wouldn't not how it ended. Wouldn't want to mess up how my life turned out. Yeah, I, I'm the same boat. I, I, you know, I'm very I'm very thankful for the life that I've had. And it's been, it's been, would I change things? I, oh, yeah, I'm sure there's a couple little things in there that I would change. But uh, um, no, I'm just, you know, I'm really pleased with where I'm at in life and and uh, how life has been treated, or I treat you know, my life and how it's treated me. Is it? Uh, and I'm appreciative for all the family that I have. The great Joe Walsh, Joe Walsh once said, life's been good to me so far. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. Do you have any more you want to read or do you want to go? I have one more for us and I'll call it quits on that. Go ahead. Would you rather be a happy idiot or a miserable genius? A happy idiot is kind of where I'm at now. <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's, at least that's what everybody calls me anyway. Nobody that's wants. my nickname, idiot. <laughs> happy idiot. Hey, idiot. Hey, it's <laughs> H.I. Why are you so... Then you turn around and smile at him. Oh, he's just... He's, he's happy. He's just happy to be here. <laughs> Not a thought going on in that brain. <laughs> Nothing going on upstairs. But uh, yeah, no one wants to be friends with a guy who knows everything, but he's miserable. Yeah. Tommy Topper of sorts. Yeah, I know. I know guys like that. I Name know people them. like that. Um, hmm. That's a sad one. That is kind of a sad one. And one more. One more? Let's see if I get one more here. Oh, would you rather be a leader or a follower? What? <laughs> One more. <laughs> One more? Okay. Would you rather wear a swimsuit in winter or a snowsuit in summer? Swimsuit in winter. Oh, yeah. Our um, our neighbor next door, Alan, mm-hmm. he is often in shorts throughout the year. And uh, I just said, is it still shorts weather? And he said, I'll wear them as long as my wife lets me. So <laughs> he's a small guy, too. He, you wouldn't think he'd be warm all the time, but he just is always wearing his shorts. And I'm in the same boat. I would rather wear shorts and get a little bit of a breeze than wear... Must be cold-blooded then. Yeah, but I mean, can you imagine wearing a snowsuit in the middle of summer? Yeah, that'd be too much. I'm dying wearing a t-shirt most yeah. days. Yeah, I so, would be too. Final answer. Yep, okay. All right, next segment. The other day I called you. We talked, asked how your day was. You said good. So the handyman came by. Oh, Yeah. And he worked on your house. He did. And you had the idea of us talking about our levels of how handy we were and what things you were willing to hire out versus do yourself. So 
Do you care to uh, explain what Mr. Handyman was doing at your house? I had Mr. Handyman over there. We live in an old house, and it, you know it's it's a hundred years old, and it's to the point where it, when we bought the house, everything was original. And you know, over the years, we've gone through and we've kind of upgraded things here and there when we can. And uh, we had a number of uh, light switches and plugs that needed to be uh, replaced. Like the light switch wouldn't even work anymore in uh, in the office, and so uh, we had our handyman guy come over. And uh, I'm not going to give out his name, and I'm not going to tell you who he is. I'm not going to give you his phone number because I'm greedy and I don't want him to be working for other people other than us. You want his rates to stay low. I want his rates to stay low. He's a good man, and we like him a lot. Hmm. But so I, I had some electrical electrical things that we had to had to attend to, and not to give out your secrets, but you, I've heard you hire out like light replacements, like yes. ceiling fans. Yes, you hire out painting. Yes, we have. Um, so but that's what, only been recently. We we did all of that ourselves. Yeah, pretty much like you you're doing right now. You know, when we had time on the weekends, we'd, uh, you know, paint a bedroom or something. But, you know, we're kind of beyond that. We're to a point where just to move all the stuff would be a, quite a challenge. Yeah, I think uh, if you do it do that. before you're in the house, it helps. But I think we've painted every single surface, wall, ceiling of this house now besides maybe, gosh, I think maybe every room now besides the garage. I think every single room we've done some sort of painting in. None of them, or a couple of them aren't complete. So we try to do what we can. I know my limits. I don't do too much electrical. Don't do any plumbing. Well, I, I, I used to do to be able to do that. And, and I've just kind of gotten to the point in life where you know, after a couple of shocks from the, <laughs> from the electrician or electrical uh, service that we have, it's just, you know, let the guys that know how to do these kinds of things come in and do it. You know, like the, the we had our bedroom painted not too long ago and uh, the bedroom in the office. And those guys came in and they had it knocked out and done in two days. And, you know, we were back in business in three days. And I, we couldn't have done that ourselves. You know, that's the windows, all the molding and the walls and, and all of that. And uh, the office that we have has a lot of windows in it. So... Those are the the time, the ones that take up all the time. The molding, uh, woodwork, and the windows are the time killers for us. One thing too, I realized we bought a can of paint. Um, what do we even paint? I think we painted the front door. Oh, the entryway. Painted our entryway of our house probably three months ago, and went and bought one gallon of paint. I think I already complained to you about this, but do you know how much paint costs now? Oh, it's ridiculous. It might have been a special color or something, but it was $90 for one gallon of paint. Shame So we talked to our, our painter who did our ceiling in the area, um, in that entryway spot, and he said, well, you should have just had me go get it. I mean, even if he didn't do it, he gets like some steep discount from Benjamin Moore or whatever, and right. he could have gotten it way cheaper. So it's worth sometimes knowing yeah. someone who can do it. And But yeah, my... Um, Limitations are a paintbrush and 
some some very light woodwork, and that's really it. I you know again I I, I don't mind doing it if I have the time to do it, but in in our case it was a matter of we need to get this done and get it over with, and we need to have it done fairly quickly. I mean, you had time to do up the light switches. Well, sure, but I you know I'm tired of getting shocked. <laughs> Yeah, I I've installed light switches and or not switches, but light fixtures and fans, ceiling mm-hmm. fans. But I didn't really know <laughs> exactly how our breaker box worked. That shows how handy I am. And there's something wrong with it. We were told when we moved in, so I was kind of afraid to use it. And um, yeah, so I just turned the light switch off itself and changed the fixture, which I heard. okay, yeah, you can do that, and that cuts the power to the to the light fixture. But we are not endorsing that because I've no, heard that's not. not a foolproof way of avoiding electrocution. So, yeah. But no, anything electrical is is very scary for me. So, how did you get shocked if that's how you did it too? Because I touched the wrong wires. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you were switching out a, a switching out a, a light, either a light plug or okay, or, or a light switch. And you had turned off the power or no? Uh, no. You didn't turn the power off, and you were changing a. Light switch. Wow. No. That doesn't seem very smart. Well, an old electrician showed me how to do that. And he passed away? Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what he died from, but... Uh, <laughs> Getting his wires crossed? Yeah, wires crossed. But in any event, uh, he showed me a, a method or a way to do that where if you're careful, you won't get shocked. But I was not careful. I was not being patient. Yeah, today I put together a um, – I like putting things together, by the way. I like Ikea furniture because of that, which is not a popular opinion, but I do enjoy following instructions. I used to be a big Lego connoisseur. Mm-hmm. and um, I can see you being that. What does that mean? A Lego connoisseur of building things. Yeah. Uh, your personality step is by just, Step by step. Yeah. You just always need direction. You can't do things on your own. You can't think outside the box. You sound just like my parents. Just kidding. Wow. Um, Has he always been this way, Joe? Uh, leave us a review and say if I've always been this way, Dad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I put together a cabinet and I kind of enjoyed it, but I some people hire out a task rabbit. Have you heard of that before? I have heard of that. I it's have. like Uber, but for just people putting things together for you or doing tasks around the house. Mm-hmm. And people do that for Ikea furniture. And I think maybe that would be a good side gig for me. So I enjoy it. It is a side, good side gig. As a matter of fact, we bought uh, two chests from uh, Ikea. And these were like bedroom chests. They were like real wide, you know, real long. And, uh, you know, you look at the, the parts list on this thing. It looks like something out of General Motors, you know, just a, <laughs> just a giant parts list. And I just, you know... I didn't have the proper tools. I didn't have the patience. You should have called me. I would have and, paid you uh, to do it. No. And then, uh, uh, fortunately, Cutie Pie understands that with me now. And and so she just hired the Ikea guy to come and do it. She knows you And they were there for two hours and they were gone. Hmm. She knows you'll be throwing tools across the Oh, I'd the be swearing and throwing tools through the window and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So um, drinking more than I should and. The instructions don't make sense. <laughs> John, you're all liquored up. Yeah. Well, that's 16 beers you just drank didn't help, did it? Why are you holding a torch? <laughs> it's part of step five, <laughs> I swear. Um, New finish on the cabinet. Yeah, I think we 
Might try to do the flooring ourselves in here, mm-hmm. not the carpet, but right. might try to do some um, luxury vinyl plank flooring. Well, see, those are the kinds of things that I could do. I really? Could, yeah, I could do something like that. Well, I'll that. call you when we're ready to install. That's okay. Don't call. I'm going to be busy. That day? You're going to yeah, be busy? I'm gone that weekend. What day? Oh, yeah, I'm busy yeah. that day. Yeah, sorry. So we might try to do it, but I'm also not underestimating underestimating how much I could mess up, mess up something like that. Well, it, you know, when you when you go into the project like that, you'll you'll be okay because you know you're going to make some mistakes, and you know it's going to take a little bit longer than what you think. It mostly like makes me nervous that I guess I could do it on one single room pretty easily, but I know that the whole house we don't want to have any seams in it, so I'm afraid to mess up the angle I put it in. It's not completely straight. The hallway is no longer straight, so the other rooms are all messed up. And oh, you can figure that out. These are the things that keep me awake. You're at a night. smart guy. You can figure this one out. Um, if not, call a guy. And come fix it. Um, yeah. So we've become more handy since owning the house. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered too, I think I may have mentioned this before, but growing up and my grandpa, whoever had a bunch of tools all over their garage, and mm-hmm. I always thought, how does someone acquire all these tools? And they always said, well, you get it one project at a time when you need something. And I've quickly realized that's correct because I just bought a couple of things from Lowe's yesterday. Didn't really need them, but I was going to ask you: Is this on the need to have basis, or the we need it for this project basis? It was a uh, Brad nailer, a battery powered Brad nailer that I wanted to use for a future project. Okay, and I was looking it up to send a link to Janelle for a birthday idea, and when I looked at it, it said sale ending this week, where you buy the Brad nailer and you can get one free gift, and the gifts were an extra two batteries or a reciprocating saw or a circular saw. And I got a circular saw. Didn't need yeah, that either. You can always use those. So my garage is quickly filling up with different things that I used one time and probably could have rented or borrowed. And now I look like a real man. You know, I look in, the, I look in people's garage and, and I look in my garage and, you know, I got, you know, I got a screwdriver hanging from the wall and a couple of hammers and, you know, I, maybe a drill, and uh, that's about it. I don't have, when it comes to tools, I don't have much of that stuff at all. It's enough to be respectable and keep it dangerous? Uh, not even that, really. I'm I'm to the point where it's just, uh, um, I just don't have the patience. A lot of tools means, to me, a lot of work. Expectations. Yeah, expectations. It's like being the guy with a pickup. Now everyone knows you're going to help them move. Exactly right. You're the moving guy. They're going to help you pick up something from Home Depot that wouldn't fit in your sedan. Exactly I've asked my brother-in-law a couple times for his truck for Mm -hmm. that exact reason. What do you mean this eight, five by four foot plank would not fit in my Honda Accord? (laughs) I folded the seats down. (laughs) Hi, can I borrow your truck again? I'm in the Home Depot parking lot. Yeah. Um, So... I'll admit to not being super handy, but I'm trying to learn every day. Well, I, you know, I come from a family where my father and my grandfather and my older brother and all of my brothers were very, very mechanical. And, you know, they could do this. My grandfather got bored one time and he and my dad and my uncles decided that they were going to add a third floor to their house. 
Yeah, just one of those weekends. Just one of those weekends. Some of the next, you know, they're up there chopping the roof off, and they added a third floor to this house. And I'm just going, my God, I would never even think about trying to do something like that at all. I struggle I, hanging pictures sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> well, the swear words help, but uh, in any event, uh, I'm, I, I was that gene skipped this uh, skipped this kid. But my younger brother is very mechanical with, with automobiles, and my older brother Tom was very mechanical with with cars and stuff like that too. Did your dad ever try to teach you these things? Um, no, I think, as he said, I, I knew that there was something different there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all he said. The designer clothes gave it away? Yeah, I, the Ralph Lauren <laughs> and a hammer just didn't fit, you know, for some reason. You didn't have the carpenter jeans with the loop no, for your didn't, hammer? Didn't the carpenter jeans or any of that kind of stuff. And, you just worried about getting your outfit dirty? Yeah. Yeah, my dad, I think, tried to teach me a couple times, and I wish looking back now I would have paid better attention, but he built a deck by himself in our backyard and did it all literally by him, his own self. I think my uncle might have helped him with like the footings for it or something, but yeah, looking back and thinking of myself doing that just is wild to me. I, I just really admire people to do that and can do those kinds of things. You know, they'll say, well, let's just add this thing. Let's, let's build this deck. And well, okay, let's uh, let's got to do the fittings first. Okay, we'll measure out where the fittings need to be, and we got to true it and square it, and and uh, you know, true it and square it. How do you do that? I mean, you know, it's I'm sure you got to measure something and and divide it by twenty seven or something, and come up with some number to to make sure that everything is true and squared. And yeah, well, some people can be handy. But they can't have a podcast. No, they don't have a podcast. So look at us. Yeah, Prove them wrong. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> yeah. um, I we did. Hi we hire it done, and then we have our podcast. I did have uh, one more feedback question from my uncle. Ooh, what did Mister Steve have to say? He said, "Well, he said two things. I'll answer one, and you can answer one. First one he said was, if you could meet one person, who would it be? What would you ask them or talk about?" Oh, wow. That's that's a you know that's a real tough question because you got so many great great people that you could chat with, schmooze with. One that I've always thought that I would really enjoy schmoozing with would be uh, General Chuck Yeager. He you know he's kind of a a guy from from uh, I think it's Tennessee or maybe even Kentucky that uh, grew up in an abject poverty and. Went into the service and uh, just excelled from there. Um, became a general in the Air Force, and uh, he flew virtually every aircraft that uh, the Air Force had at the time. And was the only only pilot that was uh, licensed or able to do that. Hmm. What would you ask him? Oh gosh, I'd probably ask him. Um, how many licks does it take to get the center of a tootsie pop? <laughs> yeah, something like that. No, I'd probably I'd probably talk to him about his life, as to you know how he overcame a lot of uh, a lot of things, you know, because he was not the smartest tack in the in the in the in the box. But uh, when he went into the service, and uh, he just excelled at all these different things. It just it'd be fun to to talk to him about his history and and all of that. Hmm. 
Well, who's, who would you like to? Well, I had you answer that one because I'm not a history buff and I don't have many people that I would, I would just say Jesus, you know. He'd be a great conversation. It'd be yeah. a great conversation to have with that guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a good history guy, so I couldn't tell you. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you answer that one. You're, you had a good one. Um, his other question was, name and time you got caught doing something wrong as a child and what was the punishment? Ooh. And you didn't have anything that came to mind. Well, I did. I finally had something. Oh, you thought of it? Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, it was like, uh, we used to walk home from school, from grade school. And we'd, we'd walk five blocks uh, from our house to, to the grade school. And in walking those five blocks, we would always pass a drugstore. And it was called Cannon's Drugs. It was on the uh, corner of 55th and Troost Avenue. And uh, Mr. Cannon was always in there, always in there. And so I went in there one time. <laughs> I couldn't have been maybe sixth grade or so. And uh, I decided I really, really, really wanted this candy bar. And uh, I didn't have any money, of course. And so I thought, well, I'll just sneak it in my pocket here and walk out the door. So that's what I did. I, I, I swiped a candy bar. I can remember to this day, it was an almond joy, <laughs> you know, and uh, walked out the door, and I didn't even make it three feet from the door, and this great big arm came down and grabbed me by the nap of my neck and <laughs> pulled me back in there, and he read me the riot act. God, I was just trembling in my boots, <laughs> and uh, he knew who we were because we were all part of the same neighborhood, but... Uh, so you know, lo and behold, he called my he called my mom and and uh, uh, my mom came up and gave me and caught and took me home and paid for the candy bar. I think it was a nickel back then or something <laughs> like that. Um, so in any event, uh, I had to wait for like two hours for my dad to get home, and we knew that and it was the most painful two hours in my life almost, because I knew he was just going to, the wrath of God was about to approach, was about to approach our house. And sure enough, it did, <laughs> you know, and he yelled and screamed and, and all of that. And then he grounded me. And nope. so that was the only, the only time I stole anything was a Almond Joy candy bar from Mr. Cannon's drugstore. You didn't get um, paddled or anything? No, 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 that. No. Just the idea of letting your parents down was enough punishment. Oh, letting my mom and dad down, and and let alone being caught stealing something. You're a thief. <laughs> you Everyone know, just pointed at you. You're eight years old, and you're on your way to being a major thief. There walks John Ryan, yeah. town thief. Yeah, and I was also banned from ever going back into Cannon's drugstore. Ever? Ever? Yeah. Wow, and you never went back? Never went back. Wow. That's yeah. too bad. Well, maybe I did later on in life when I, you know, um, had to pick up a prescription or something. Your face is still on the front door. It's still, you know. No they, entry allowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you see this man, call 911. Yeah. Um, so that's my story on that one. It kind of sounds like a real life Christmas story. Mm -hmm. I just think of Ralphie's mom on the phone with that kid's mom and you just hear Oh, yeah. <laughs> He did what? 
Here, the poor kid on the other line being no. beat between the <laughs> inch of his life. <laughs> Ralphie's sitting there sucking on a bar of soap. <laughs> I haven't seen that this year yet. I'll have to watch uh, that one. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, well, I was going to answer this one when you didn't have an idea of one earlier because there's one time that sticks out more than any other. Because I was a pretty good kid. I didn't get in trouble a whole lot. And did you I, ever steal a candy bar? I did not. Okay. I don't think. No. So I kind of learned from my sister and didn't get in trouble much. Didn't get grounded a whole lot. Talked back a little bit every now and then just to keep them on their toes. But um, there was one time, I think I was also probably sixth grade, probably 12 years old. And um, my sister and I were outside doing yard work and I had to use the restroom. So rather than going inside, our house is probably six feet from our neighbor's house. There's just a tiny little walkway between the two of them. And, um, they had a concrete, <laughs> a cinder block wall that their garage sat on. And I went over and I urinated on the wall and I wrote my name in it because <laughs> that's what boys do. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I think my parents came out to check to see how much, how many leaves we had picked up. And my mom or dad saw the, the wall and they were mortified and they said, who did this? And I pointed to my sister. <laughs> so just for one, if she could do that, why would you put her or my name on there? Uh, and then my mom, the punishment was, she said, you need to go over there. Their name uh, it was Connie and Art Bartell. They were just a uh, nice older couple. And um, she said, you need to go over there right now and tell them what you did and apologize. And I said, I am not going over there to tell them I peed my name on their wall. I said, I will clean it. And she said, you need to apologize. And I think I finally cried enough that she let me just scrub it off. And that was it. If you cried a lot with your mom, would they generally let you let you slide a little bit on a punishment? Um, no. I mean, I, I didn't get in trouble a whole lot. So there wasn't many, many times where I had to cry it out to get out of a ticket with a cop or something. So no, I think just that time, I don't know if I actually cried. I don't think I did. I just kind of whined and said, can I please just clean it off? Because I don't know how you go up to an 80-year-old and say, I just peed on your wall in yeah. <laughs> perfect cursive. Yeah. <laughs> they don't teach that these days. No, they don't. You get a wrote in all caps. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was my one one time. I, I don't think I have much of a punishment after I that. I love but. that you blamed it on your sister. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm thinking, you know, logistically, how would you do that if you're, if you're a lady? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, and just again, why would she put my name? Right. So <laughs> let alone your name. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. On that note, yeah. we will, uh, no pun intended, sign off. We'll sign off. In cursive. In cursive. <laughs> and we, we assure you, we will not blame Taylor's sister for this one. <laughs> All right, well, have a good week, John. Taylor, you do the same, buddy. Oh, it's good talking with you. See ya.